This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Good morning, I'm Ann Romer and welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. This past Sunday, Woodbine hosted the first King's Plate since the early 1950s and what a smashing success it was. This event saw a record $18.1 million bet on the 13-race card. Add to that an announcement just days before the King's Plate that Woodbine and global sports betting leader Bet365 would be making horse racing available to Ontario sports bettors. Much to talk about with Michael Copeland, President Commercial Woodbine Entertainment, who, by the way, will be taking the reins from Jim Lawson when he steps back from his role as CEO this fall. Still with the King's Plate, we welcome champion thoroughbred breeder Erica Rusnak to Ponies 24-7. She is the breeder of last Sunday's King's Plate winner, Paramount Prince. Erica is also an accomplished horse photographer. Combine her two extraordinary talents, and you might say for Erica Rusnak, last weekend's King Plate victory was picture perfect. Also on the show, exciting details surrounding next Wednesday's Canada Thoroughbred Horse Society Ontario Division yearling sale. We've got the CTHS Ontario President Peter Berenger joining us with the who, what, where and why when it comes to this premier yearling sales event. Peter will also give us a preview of a very important and meaningful day of racing at Woodbine tomorrow. And finally, he's back. My wonderful co-host Larry Simpson will once again try to sniff out some potential betting gems at Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and some other North American tracks racing today with our Ponies Picks of the Day sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. It's going to be a fantastic show. Get your HPI and Dark Horse accounts ready to go for some heavy-duty action today. When we come back, Larry Simpson will join us with our new show feature, In Case You Missed It, Ponies 24-7's recap of the week that was in horse racing news, sponsored by RS Bulk Propane. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA provides members and their hardworking employees with medical insurance, pensions, benevolence, negotiations with racetracks and government government and provides vital industry information to the horse people. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Is this the year you decide to purchase an Ontario sirebred thoroughbred yearling and race in the financially rewarding Ontario Bred Racing Program? Then plan on attending the Canadian Premier Yearling Sale Wednesday, August 30th at 12pm at the Woodbine Sales Pavilion as today's yearlings and tomorrow's champions sell. Contact the Canadian Thoroughbred Horse Society's Ontario Division either on their website, cthsont.com or call 416-675-3602 and learn more about attending the yearling sale, obtaining a catalog and why it pays to breed, buy, and race in Ontario. 
Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca slash ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Ann Romer, and let me introduce you to my beloved co-host, Larry Simpson, and our In Case You Missed It, a look at the week that was in horse racing news and sponsored by RS Bulk Propane. So, Larry, let's talk about the King's Plate. You were there last Sunday. I was there last Sunday, and and what an experience it was. It was uh, great to see the place sold out people that were there. It was uh, just incredible. I I ran into Jim Lawson and... uh, Mark Saunders, who uh, just ran for the uh, mayor's title in in, uh, Toronto. And the lieutenant governor was there as well. The lieutenant governor was there, and the governor general's horse guards were there, and it was just the pomp and circumstance was just great. And and, and the race itself uh, was great, and and the handle was like $18.1 million on on the day, and that's what happens when you put good races together and lots of turf races, which people like to see, and they're competitive races, and people will bet. Now, i got to ask you, it is something about fashion. They talk about it, and I know a lot of the women were wearing beautiful clothing and fascinators. The men were dressed a little more subduedly. I saw a photo of you. You look fantastic. Oh, thank you. I clean up well. Yes, you do. No, the expression (laughs) is you clean up good. (laughs) Clean up good. The actual race itself, I mean, I watched on television and I was on my feet from the moment the gates opened and I I couldn't stop yelling and screaming and cheering. What were you doing? I was yelling and screaming and cheering too, (laughs) but uh, I I, I screamed and cheered for the wrong horse apparently. But uh, You had chosen a different horse. I had chosen a different horse, but my horse tried. He finished third, Stanley House, and... uh, yeah, it was it was a great race, and it was just a great experience. And Paramount Prince, what did you think of him? Well, he got to the front and yeah. uh, stayed there, and he stayed there, and yeah. uh, nobody he took no prisoners really. That's so. for sure. Okay, so today uh, we are talking about the Traverse Stakes. They're taking place at Saratoga. That's pretty interesting, and some big names there. Yeah, it is. Uh, like this is the biggest race you could say at Saratoga for their uh, summer meet. Uh, What's well, their only meet really? And uh, it's interesting because you have Mage, who won the Kentucky Derby, you have National Treasure, who won the Preakness, and you have Archangel, who won the Belmont. It's the first time I I can think of in in a long time where you've had the the Kentucky Derby winner, the Preakness winner, and the Belmont in the Travers. Usually one of them might be there, or maybe none of them will be there, you know, because of regression or or whatever. But it's it's just kind of interesting, and it's going to be interesting to see who wins it. And will this be included in your ponies picks of the day later on in the show? It will be. Ooh, so stick around. Thank you, Larry. And that's In Case You Missed It, sponsored by RS Bulk Propane on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Are you looking for a reliable propane supplier for your home or business? Look no further than RS Bulk Propane, Canadian-owned and family-operated. 
With our premium propane solutions, you'll experience warmth like never before. We offer competitive prices, automated deliveries, and exceptional customer service. Don't let the cold get the best of you. Stay cozy with RS Bulk Propane. Visit rspropane.com or call us today at 855-225-0225. We are thrilled to be joined today by a very good friend of the show, Woodbine Entertainment's President Commercial Michael Copeland, and we have lots to talk about last Sunday's King's Plate Bet 365 and everything that's happening in the future at 555 Rexdale. Michael, good to have you with us. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's always uh, fun and exciting to talk to you both. And uh, as you said, lots going on with Woodbine. So oh, yeah. it's, uh, it's fun to talk about. Well, let's get right into it, Michael. Um, as you know, we had Jim Lawson on the show last week talking about the agreement with Bet365. I want to get your scope on it, your opinion. This is a landmark deal for horse racing, isn't it? And why is it? Yeah, it, with single event sports wagering being brought into Ontario uh, just over a year ago. Uh, racing um, was not introduced at the outset, and that was because we needed to find a way to allow racing to be part of the sports offering, but for uh, the Ontario industry to benefit from that. And so what that meant was Woodbine uh, integrating and operating racing through the online sports books uh, and their own apps. So we had to do deals with the, um, the sports books. After a, a year of developing the solution from a technology standpoint and a regulatory standpoint, uh, we were able to get it up and running before King's Plate. And you know what this really allows us to do is to bring racing to uh, a whole new group of sports fans, current racing fans, but perhaps more importantly, future racing fans, and that's uh, that's only going to benefit everything that we're trying to do for racing in Ontario. And, Michael, what will this mean to the industry as a whole, to horse racing, and particularly, obviously, here in Ontario? What it's going to do is just generate a lot more interest in racing and activity around racing, You know, primarily wagering. The majority of the, the revenues that Woodbine uh, takes in are from wagering uh, on horse racing. So uh, if we can increase the volume of that, um, what it will allow us to do is to then uh, contribute more resources and support into the breeders and the owners and the trainers uh, and everybody involved in racing. So Woodbine is a, a not-for-profit. All of our profits after investments go into uh, support the Ontario racing industry. So this just opens us up to a whole new market um, and one that I think has the potential to really grow and thrive. And it was important that you get the uh, the project going in time for King's Plate last weekend, right? And I guess the proof is in the pudding, you could say. You had uh, basically a record handle for uh, King's Plate Day Uh would this have, have accounted for that total, do you think, with the arrangement with Bet365? I mean, it was very important to get it in for King's Plate because it's just it's a great event to draw attention to this new offering. It's, it's our uh, biggest day of the year and the biggest day for Canadian racing. Um, the, the numbers, it's still going to take some time to establish this as uh, something that's available to um, to the customers in Ontario. Uh, we are currently with uh, Bet365, but we intend to roll it out to other 
online sports books in time. That number was relatively modest in terms of the contribution to our overall um, handle on uh, Sunday. Um, we did extremely well on the traditional, you know, wagering um, uh, channels that we have. But, you know, we're in this for the long haul and we're going to build it the right way and be patient. But we expect that before too long, it, it will be a sizable part of our overall revenues and um, you know, not only the revenues it generates, but just the new fans of racing that it's going to bring into the fold that we're going to be able to uh, work with in exciting new ways. So more to come. It was important to get it launched. Um, it's growing. And uh, I think with more promotion uh, and more activity around it, it's only going to uh, go further. You know, you mentioned new fans of, of horse racing, new bettors, if you will, that will come as a result of this partnership with uh, Bet365. Will there be a learning curve, do you think, or should there be for those who will be stepping into waters that they're really not familiar with? Absolutely, there will be. And that's a, a priority of ours to, you know, recognize that there's, there's you know, really two different types of, of wagerers um, where you've got the you know, sort of the core established wagerers that are you know, incredibly smart, incredibly good at, at sifting through information. You know, when you think of sports analytics, the, the racing handicappers were really the first. Uh, perhaps they don't get the credit for how difficult and, and uh, intellectual it is to, to, to be a racing handicapper. But um, so we, we do offer that depth of information through our HPI bet platform, and uh, that's best in class uh, on a global basis. And and we'll continue to serve those customers. But the, the casual customers are really the other side of it. And we put in here, whether it's people that just for fun want to put a $2 bet up the track, or if it's sports bettors that might want to engage with racing along with their other favorite sports that they, um, that they bet on. You know, we have to communicate to them in a way that allows them to not be intimidated by, um, you know, some things about racing that can be intimidating, that can be confusing. So presenting it in a clear way, in a, in a simple way. And we've created a new brand called Railbirds that is an internal brand developed by Woodbine that is going to generate horse racing content and information and stories um, and present racing in a way that is a lot more digestible and accessible to the casual racing fans. So look for more um, uh, of that to come out shortly, but that's the vehicle that we're going to use working through our partners to speak about racing in a different way to a new customer. Well, before we get on to some of the other initiatives you guys are working on, you mentioned earlier that there's going to be other sports betting companies come on board. Uh, what's the process for, for another company to come on board, and what's the, the time frame that you're looking that you know, they come on board and then they launch? Well, it's, it's, a, it's a fairly uh, uh, detailed uh, technological challenge to integrate our um, uh, service or technology stack and, and everything, uh, our systems, with those of the sports betting uh, operators. So Bet365 has been such an incredible partner to work with us over the last year to develop that. Now that we've learned a lot um, and have a bit of a roadmap, it will be quicker to do with other partners, but still it will take some time. So we would think between probably the back half of this year, so maybe six between six to nine months, you probably see some other partners coming into the market. Um, and we're out talking to several of them at this point and hope, you know, at some point in the future to, to be in 
uh, most, if not all, of the licensed operators in Ontario. But uh, uh, we're really excited to be, you know, with Bet365 now. I think they're the perfect partner to launch with um, and to establish this. And then we'll uh, integrate it with other partners as uh, as we're able to uh, and, and working hard to do so because the more uh, hands that this is uh, with, the, you know, the, the quicker it can grow and the more that we can uh, start um increasing our support for uh, for Ontario racing. Michael, can we hearken back to last Sunday, the Kings plate? It, it will be your last plate as president commercial because next year you will be fully in position as CEO of Woodbine Entertainment. But let's talk about how many prongs there were, if you will, when it came to that day. We, of course, had the race, but it was the event around it that really seemed to capture people's imagination. So, how do you feel about the results of the event itself? Well, I thought it was a great day. And I mean, uh, it really centers around the race, and the race was it was spectacular and paramount prints. What a display going wire to wire. So, um, you know, everybody is going to remember that, which is terrific. But we do look at King's Plate as the high point for racing uh, in Canada um, uh, during the year, um, amongst so many other great moments. But it really is our... Um, our uh, pinnacle day and and that means bringing uh, as many not only having a fantastic racing card um, or that that supports King's Plate um, but also just making sure that it it is um, expressing what it means to be involved with racing to experience racing uh, whether that be through the the live experience um, uh, as as a sort of a, a deeply engaged wagerer or a casual fan that's there for the experience, you know, trying to understand all the different ways that people can interact and become uh, really, um, you know, more more deeply associated uh, with racing in, in a lasting way. So so having events for everybody, and and we certainly did that on site. We had um, you know fantastic. Uh, uh, activations on the, the Stella Terrace, which is always sort of the best place to be in summer, um, especially on a big day like that. We had a, a loft party, which replaced the traditional garden party we do out front of the track, but given some construction around the property, we, we moved that indoors, I think, to great success. Um, and then we had certainly VIPs and, and uh, uh, dignitaries that, that uh, um, we were able to host um, and, and speak to them about the importance of Ontario racing and why this, uh, these events were so, uh, you know, important for the, uh, the sports calendar. So we're very, very happy with uh, the results of the day. It was sold out, well over 12,000 people uh, on the property. If you saw everybody was dressed up, um, it's become such a, a fashion moment. Um, and I think, you know, people are having a lot of fun. It's something that we can own. It's a unique day within the uh, the sports calendar and uh, we really have plans to to you know continue to grow it and build it out into uh, uh, something that becomes a staple uh, for people uh, in Ontario and, and and elsewhere to experience and and if if they're not able to then you know we place a real focus on making sure we can bring the excitement of the event to people through broadcast and through social media so, you know, we're really trying to understand all the different ways that people can share in the excitement that is uh, King's Plate and that is more generally Ontario Racing. and It gives us a real platform to do it. So we're, we're really excited and, um, and 
you know, look forward to continuing to uh, drive it in years ahead. I love your unbridled enthusiasm, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> well, unbridled, that's a good racing term. That's yeah. right. Okay, so I used it. It's true that there's a lot to be excited about. I mean, it, it, it definitely comes naturally because this is a point in time where um, there is so much opportunity uh, that, that is in, in store for for woodbine and for racing. Um, and, you know, there it's an industry that has um, gone through some very difficult times. It certainly had um, some extremely strong times in history. And, and, you know, you would expect ebbs and flows over something that's 165 years old. But, um, it, you know, in recent times, there's uh, talk about uh, the pressures on racing, and certainly there continues to be some pressures. But I think more importantly, there's just incredible opportunity, perhaps the most opportunity there's ever been. And it's our, our job and our focus to make sure that we realize that um, for the benefit of the industry going forward. And, and I'm, I'm really excited because I really believe in our um, ability to be successful. And I, and I look forward to people experiencing racing in whole new ways and racing occupying a new place in the Ontario sports scene that uh, is going to be prominent, exciting and fun and, and really do something good for the people of Ontario. So there is genuinely a lot to be excited about. That's where I like to play. So before we let you go, Michael, just quickly uh, give us maybe the rundown of what's coming up. You've obviously you got the Woodbine Mile coming up and then you, we've got the, uh, the internationals back this year, correct? Yeah, we do, and uh, VP Taylor, which is always uh, a great one on the turf uh, and the breeder stakes. So there's uh, a lot of great racing uh, that's coming up through the fall, and uh, it's such a it's such a beautiful place to be uh, in the city in the fall at the track, um, and it's really where our uh, our turf courses shine. I mean, it's such a distinguishing factor for Woodbine. We've got the best turf racing in North America, and um, it really comes to life in the fall. So um, lots more great racing ahead. And, um, and you know, it's also now people have the ability to, um, to participate from home, whether it's through HPI Bet or now through Bet365. So our hope is that we can make this um, a more regular part of people's uh, entertainment decisions and calendars. And, and, and if they're able to get out to the track to support what they do away from it, then, then even better. It's a, it's a fun thing to be a part of, and I think more people are going to see that. Well, very well put. Michael Copeland, soon-to-be CEO of Woodbine Entertainment, thank you so much for joining us now on Ponies 24-7. Meant a lot. Thank you. The breeder of last Sunday's King's Plate winner, Paramount Prince, joins us next on Ponies 24-7. We'll be right back. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Follow us on Twitter at 1059theregion. We'll be right back. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. Pineview Hyundai, the smart choice of automobile dealerships, combining horses and horsepower. For over 35 years, the Romeo family has been a part of the Ontario thoroughbred racing industry, and they want to invite you to visit their Pineview dealership and view their award-winning Hyundai lineup today. 
and take advantage of some hot summer savings deals. Come see us at 3790 Highway 7 in Vaughan. Call us at 905-851-2851 to make an appointment or visit our website, pineviewauto.com, and see why Pineview Hyundai remains the smart choice. Ontario Racing, the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing at 15 racetracks. We are the voice of the Ontario horse racing industry, and we direct breed improvement programs, set annual race dates, and work on attracting new horse owners and race fans. Ontario Racing is committed to supporting a vibrant industry with one vision, working together for a stronger horse racing community. To get your horsepower, go to OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing, three breeds, one vision. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. And still with the King's Plate, we can't stop talking about it. We welcome champion thoroughbred breeder Erica Resnack to Ponies 24-7. She is the breeder of last Sunday's King's Plate winner, Paramount Prince. Welcome to the show and <gasps> congratulations. Thank you so much. Talk about the plate last week. When did it set in that your horse was going to win... Um, coming down the stretch for home, I remember I was, um, I was looking through my camera lens and I remember seeing him pull away. And at that moment, I, I just felt this is it. Like he's going to win. And I remember setting my camera down and yelling his name as loud as I possibly could. And then I sort of pinched myself it's like, take photos, take photos. So I, <laughs> I took a few more photographs and I, I started crying, of course, before I even crossed the finish line. You know that horse really well. What do you think was going through his mind? You know, of course, we talk about the jockey, but but what was going through Paramount Prince's mind, do you think, in the home stretch? Uh, I think he is an athlete, and he is tough as nails, and I I think he just, you know, he, he loves to run, clearly, um, and he didn't want anyone to catch him. So was it a surprise to you that he won, and won so easily? One so easily, yes. I mean, am I surprised? Yes and no. I, I'm sort of in shock about this whole thing, that this is real, this actually happened. Uh, but I like to believe that, you know, he he's always been a really great horse. So part of me is not surprised that he's good. Um, <laughs> but part of me is surprised that this actually happened. It just is very surreal. That's one of the my favorite words in my vocabulary right now. You are on cloud nine, of course. You knew, though, that there were challenges going into this race. For instance, a 17-horse field and also a tapita surface. What was it that you think made him stand out and lead the way right down to the wire? Well, just looking back to his very first race, um, he did win that race leading from start to finish, like gate to wire, as they say. Um, and, and pulled away. He won that race, I think, by about nine lengths. Hmm. And then his second win was in the King's Plate trial, and that was the same running style, leading from gate to wire. So I did have a feeling going into the plate that that was likely going to be the strategy that they went with, you know, leading from gate to wire. It's just whether he could hang on. I mean, he was clearly facing a huge field. Um, it's been 13 years since um, a horse won the plate trial and then went on to win the plate. So 
a lot of a lot of things I guess against him in, in that aspect and yeah, sixteen horses. I mean that's that's a huge field. A lot of talented horses, a lot of great stories. So seeing him actually accomplish that, it's almost beyond belief. Talk about Paramount Prince growing up. Like what was he like when he was younger and uh, you, you had him obviously for quite a long time, right? He has a lot of personalities, always had a lot of personality. Very tough horse. Uh, as far as, you know, breeding horses, I, I've bred for about 20 years, and he by far is one of the toughest horses I've ever raised. Um, was getting into trouble a lot, you know, breaking <laughs> fence boards, yeah. digging holes in the paddock. We'd fill them. He'd dig them up again. <laughs> uh, and he would chase his uh, his little friends around, his pasture mates, and sort of savage them in the paddock. So um, you had to be careful, too, when you were grooming him. I mean, he was affectionate at times, but also you know, not against taking a bite out of you. Wow. And yeah, he would kick as well. So I've, I've had a lot of fools that I dote on and love on and I haven't had many that are like him. And, and tell me how you then connected with the right trainer. Just sort of miraculous how everything came about, but he did not meet his reserve at the sale. Jamie Attard and Michael Langlois were close by and I've known Jamie for years and I approached them um, talked to them about Paramount Prince. They they both liked him, obviously, and, and purchased him. And Jamie and Michael had him for his first start, which he won that so impressively. And after that start, he got the attention of Gary Barber. Between them, worked something out. And from there, he went to uh, Mark Cassie. And the rest is history, as they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> yeah. What about... Prince's uh, mother. Uh, do you still have the, the mare? I do. Platinum Steel is her name. I purchased her in 2017. I'd gone to Keeneland and picked her out of the walking ring. There's just, you know, I know this sounds a little silly, but truly there's just something about her that caught my eye. Uh, and yeah, I was very fortunate to be able to acquire her at 25000 which was the absolute limit of my uh, budget. Mm. And I have to thank Ontario Racing for that too, because they have a, a program where they are like an incentive and they give money back to breeders. So that did allow me to be able to purchase her. She was a little bit standoffish. I remember being so excited. That's the most I've ever spent on a horse. <laughs> and I went back to the barn to meet her and she was so irritable and pinning her ears back. And I thought, oh, what have I gotten myself into? But she's really blossomed since uh, purchasing her six years ago. She's very affectionate now. She knows her nickname. She'll lead the rest of the herd up to me when I call her. It's it's amazing. I'm very, very fortunate. I'm really taken by what you just said, that something about her caught your eye. And I also know that you were looking through your camera lens when Paramount Prince was on the, in the home stretch. Your, your life as an accomplished photographer is sort of blending into your successful uh, career as, as a thoroughbred breeder. How important is it what you see and how you assimilate that information when it comes to decisions that you're going to make when it comes to breeding and, and, and horses? Yeah, that's a, that's a tough question. I mean, I think to everyone, you know, we all have our own individual tastes and it's just sort of instinctual to be honest. Um, I think most people can look at a horse and tell like a good horse from a bad horse. There's just certain qualities that um, are, are, I guess, common to all good horses, you know, 
confirmation. Some flaws stand out, some don't. Um, but there's just something about looking into a horse's eye, too. I mean, again, it's it's a little bit personal to, to each individual and what they're looking for. But, um, yeah, I'm, I, I've been fortunate, I guess. I mean, I've purchased a few mares, only a couple from auction, and two of them have been like fantastic. The first one I purchased at auction gave me my very first stakes winner, but it's just something about a, a look. I, I really can't even put it into words to describe it properly. Hmm. So what was it that attracted you to the, the breeding side of uh, horse racing? Well, that is kind of a funny story, but I had purchased my first mare actually to be a riding horse and wasn't into thoroughbred breeding at that point. Um, I'd worked originally at a standard bread farm when I was in my teens, and that was a breeding farm. Clean Acres is where I got my start. So I did get to see the breeding aspect of, of horses. And yeah, but at that time, I was more involved with riding horses. So I'd purchased a thoroughbred mare to be a riding horse. And uh, a good friend of mine at the time called me up and said, oh, my gosh, she's like, you need to breed this mare. She has a, like a, a pretty good pedigree. And she was a full sister to a stakes winner named Highland Mood. So that's sort of where my foray into thoroughbred breeding began. And I, I never looked back. I, I loved it. I mean, I only ever had probably one. At most, I had three mares in a year that I bred. But, yeah, I've never had more than a couple. Um, and, I mean, I manage a thoroughbred farm now. I've been doing that for almost 20 years. So I'm very invested in breeding. And in horses, they're literally my life. It is your business. It is your life. So I want to go back again to the King's Plate victory. What's life been like for you since that moment last Sunday? Well, this is where my favorite word comes into play again, surreal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Incredible, magical. I mean, there's just not enough synonyms to describe everything that's been happening. in. it's only been five days, but... um, it's all a blur in a way. I mean, every day has been just so jam-packed with wonderful, kind messages from people and family. Um, yeah, it, it again, like, where are the words to really describe how I'm feeling? Uh, I don't want it to ever end, to be honest, because there are so many lows in this business, and I've certainly experienced my fair share. So, yeah, I just want to ride this high forever. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when you finally got to to see him after the race what did you do did you hug him did you what did you do <laughs> I did I hugged him right away in the winner's circle and I mean he was he was just he wasn't even that sweaty but I mean he was sweaty and I was wearing a nice dress and I'm like I don't care like I was just so so excited I was very fortunate to be able to see him in the barn after as well and again just a lot of hugs a lot of scratches a lot of kisses and a lot of thank yous because, you know, there are, like, so many people involved to make this dream a reality, but the one who deserves the most thanks is Paramount Prince. And speaking of Paramount Prince, is there any siblings coming along? <laughs> there are. He has two little sisters right now. His half-sister by Super Speedy is slated to sell actually this Wednesday mm-hmm. at the Canadian premier yearling sale. And he has a younger sister, a foal, and she is by silent name. 
interesting. Mm-hmm. That is, that's very exciting as you march toward the future. So, Erica, you are a rare breed, uh, uh, the first female breeder to uh, to win the king's plate. And it, it, will there come a time, do you think, when we can drop the word female when it comes to anything to do with horse racing? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there are so many incredible women in this sport of thoroughbreds, from trainers to riders and breeders as well. I mean, Yvonne Schwabe bred uh, a Queen's Plate winner just a few short years ago. So there are, there are many of us out there, and I'm proud to be one of them. And the first Kings played in decades. I think that's terrific. <laughs> 72 years, wow. you bet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, before we let you go, um, what's your goals for the future? Win another uh, Kings plate? <laughs> well, I always like to say dream big, but now I'm like, dream bigger? I mean, geez, do I retire? Like, where do you go from here? I mean, this seems to be the pinnacle of, of success. So, um, yeah, I have to think about that. Jeepers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that other part of your life, the, that of photography, I mean, you have been uh, nominated for all kinds of awards. How important is that aspect of, of horse racing for you uh, of the, or the industry of being an equine photographer? Uh, I, I really love capturing special moments and I have to say like the camera lens is almost like an extension of me at the races because truthfully I'm <laughs> nearsighted having the telephoto lens. I'm like, it's fantastic. I can see everything so much better through that lens, but yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed being able to capture special moments, not only for myself, of course, but capturing special moments for others. I mean, it's just really it's a privilege to be able to make someone smile. Well, hopefully going forward, you'll get some more special moments with the Paramount Prince. So we want to thank you for coming on the show and uh, good luck in the future. I really appreciate it. I genuinely do. Thank you so much. Thank you, Erica. Thank you. And in her interview, Erica mentioned the yearling sale coming up, and we're going to speak with somebody who's very involved in that coming up next on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Is this the year you decide to purchase an Ontario Sirebred Thoroughbred Yearling and race in the financially rewarding Ontario Bred Racing Program? Then plan on attending the Canadian Premier Yearling Sale Wednesday, August 30th at 12pm at the Woodbine Sales Pavilion as today's yearlings and tomorrow's champions sell. Contact the Canadian Thoroughbred Horse Society's Ontario Division either on their website, cthsont.com, or call 416-675-3602 and learn more about attending the yearling sale, obtaining a catalog, and why it pays to breed, buy, and race in Ontario. Are you looking for a reliable propane supplier for your home or business? Look no further than RS Bulk Propane, Canadian-owned and family-operated. With our premium propane solutions, you'll experience warmth like never before. We offer competitive prices, automated deliveries, and exceptional customer service. Don't let the cold get the best of you. Stay cozy with RS Bulk Propane. Visit rspropane.com or call us today at 855-225-0225. 
Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HBIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. The Canadian Thoroughbred Horse Society, Ontario Division's Peter Berenger joins us again today. So this Wednesday, the CTHS will be hosting its premier yearling sale at the Woodbine Sales Pavilion. So interesting, lots of fun and fascinating. Peter, welcome back to the show. Good to have you with us again. Thank you for having me. Well, let's uh, talk about the sale on Wednesday, Peter. Why is this sale so important to the Ontario thoroughbred industry, do you think? Well, it's an outlet for the breeders to sell their product. These are the premier yearlings in Canada and uh, the future racing stars. You mean like Hall of Famer Pink Floyd? That's what we all dream about. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that connection to the, uh, the yearling sale. Pink Floyd sold in our sale and uh, for $30,000 then went on to make $2.4 million. You know, was, I think he was champion sprinter five times, champion older dirt male, and champion older horse so he's like the dream that came true for these people yeah and i'm sure peter our our listeners can relate to pink lloyd but there's other horses that people probably recognize there was uh champions like lexi lou and heart to heart and uh, mobile just to name a few right well and and more currently was uh paramount prince that won the king's plate mm-hmm. last weekend yeah uh, he, he came out of our sales. You know, it's interesting. We just did an interview with Erica, and uh, the, the breeder, and she talked glowingly about the importance of the yearling sale. Well, I mean, this is how breeders make their money. You know, they raise their product and try to sell a good product to get the best prices so that they can reinvest into the industry and keep on breeding. Let's go through the process of the sale. The sale is... Wednesday, this coming Wednesday. It starts at noon. It's at uh, Woodbine Sales Pavilion. Uh, now, can a listener, one of our listeners, if they're interested in going and watching, can they can they do that? And, uh, uh, and they can pick up a catalog to kind of thumb through it at the same time. Is that true? And yes, anyone can come and attend and show interest and hopefully get the bug and buy a horse. <laughs> and how many yearlings are you anticipating selling on the 30th of August, which is just this next Wednesday? There's 252 catalogs. Um, there will be a few scratches for various reasons. Uh, so I would assume there will be about 240 yearlings sell. Is that up from last year or down from last year's sale? Yeah, that's uh, about 40 horses more than last year. And Peter, please go over what potential buyers do. I mean, what, what is the process? What are they looking for? And physically, what do they do when they are, are assessing a, a yearling? Well, I mean, uh, the initial stage is to get the catalog, look at the pedigrees, see what you like, what you think would make a good racehorse. And then you'd come to the sale and inspect the horse for confirmation and 
faults or things that you can live with and things that you like about horses and you would buy your horse and sort of start the dream of having a racehorse. So if I was somebody listening to this show and they decide, gee, you know, they decide today, gee, that's a good idea. Maybe I'm going to go to the sale and that. What's the, the process in attending the sale and buying a yearling? Is the first step to secure a trainer? Well, um, so you would have to decide about coming. So, I mean, you'd go to our website, um, CTHSONT. Everything's explained on the website. But, I mean, initially, you would try to contact a trainer to help to assist you buy a horse, and then you'd have to set up credit to be able to buy the horse. And tell me what happens after that. I mean, obviously, the horse doesn't just go straight home with the new owner, how do you ensure that the owner is legit and is going to provide the, the right conditions for this new horse, this new purchase? Well, the, the credit sort of, you know, establishing credit sort of shows the seriousness to, to purchase the horse and take care of it. And if you've uh, contacted a trainer and are working with a trainer, you know, they'll assist you to find a farm to send it to, to get it broken and start the process to, to turn it into a racehorse for you. And are always every one of them snapped up at a, at a sale like this? Um, a lot of, uh, so there's horses that don't meet the reserve or the price that the breeder thinks the horse is worth and he's willing to keep it, he or she is willing to keep it. So uh, if they don't meet the price that they think is a fair value, then a lot of them will buy them back and then take them back to their farms. And they'll either try to sell them again at another sale yeah, or they'll raise them and race them themselves. Going back to the trainer uh, uh, process, uh, Peter, if somebody did say, yeah, they, they, they wanted to, to go and, and purchase a yearling, but they go there and they don't know any trainers, uh, is there a list or how, how would you put them in, in touch with a trainer? If they came to the sale and um, came to the office, the office would help direct them, or we would try to help them find someone that would match well with them and and work with them. I mean, some people would, uh, like, if, if they came to the sale and were just looking to buy a horse and they hadn't decided on a trainer, uh, you know, I would try to assist them or get someone to assist them, and then they can decide later, you know, after they decide talking to different trainers who they think they'd work best with. So you are heavily involved in the 2023 Canadian Premier Yearling Sale taking place on Wednesday, the 30th of August at 12 noon, the Woodbine Sales Pavilion. What about the softer side of your life? How did you get involved in this aspect of horse racing? Oh, I've been doing it since I was young. Uh, I used to work on my uncle's farm when I was a teenager and just kept just had a love for the and a passion for the game and just kept on doing it. And what's it like for you, kid in a candy store on a day like next Wednesday? Um, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of work and a lot of stress to get everything to come together, for not just for yourself, but for everyone, because a lot of people are depending on this day to sort of earn their income, to reinvest, to keep their businesses going. So everything has to go right for them. And I get everyone is, is a little bit excitable because of that, and you just hope everything comes off. And generally, everything works out. But, you know, it's a little bit nerve-wracking. But once we get going, everything sort of falls into place because we have enough people and everything is done 
you know, the same as it's always been done. So it's it's pretty straightforward, but you never know what can happen with people, right? And animals. True. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Equally that's right. true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, well, this weekend, uh, tomorrow, Peter, is going to be a big day for the CTHS as well, right? You're hosting a series of stakes races for graduates right. of, of this uh, yearling sale. Um, talk about these races and why they are probably another added reason to buy a yearling from your sale, because this is an extra incentive, right? Well, I mean, so the Thoroughbred Improvement Program provides the money for for the sales stakes. And, I mean, the two two-year-old racers, one for fillies and one for colts, and they're $200,000. So there's significant money if you bought a horse out of the sale last year, if you could win or get a part of that race right off the bat. So it is an incentive to buy a yearling because there is a restricted $200,000 race as well as all the other races that Woodbine and Fort Erie offer to go into. And why do you hold this in this series of stakes races? And in this case, it's happening tomorrow at Woodbine. What's the purpose of it? Well, this there's... First of all, it's a, it's an incentive and a reward, really, for people buying and, and a dream to get there. And the other part is that we're having it just before the sale because it does cause a little bit of hype and, you know, elevates the, the sale to people. You know, when they see people winning, you know, if you watch pictures of, like, Erica last weekend winning the King's Plate, you know how excited the people's faces are in that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a real emotional time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And with the the uh, stakes uh, races, if you have a two year old and he doesn't make it to the races this year, but he makes it to the races as a three year old, is he eligible to race in that three year old stakes race next year because he sold through the sale? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, so yeah, there's a there's two two year old races and two three year old races. So you have a couple of years uh, to get there to get that. And you know, I mean, this sale this year. We have like 80 individual sires with 20, 22 Ontario sired uh, Ontario sires with I think about 100 and I think it's 168 yearlings. Mm-hmm. So you're eligible to all the Ontario yearling sales races, and um, and you know we have 58 U.S. sires. So that are it's it's quite a wide range and a really strong catalog this year. And it's interesting. It sounds like it's very well organized, but also very detailed and also strict in terms of restrictions, if you will, just keeping everybody safe and and well informed. Is that the case, Peter? Yes, I mean, uh, every so you the the safety of the people and the horses are you know in the forefront I mean, because ever no one wants anything bad to happen to anything, and accidents can happen quickly. So there's lots of safety measures around everything that's going on. All right. Well, before we let you go, Peter, the sale is Wednesday. If people want to show up, they can show up. If they wanted to look at the catalog before, it's still online, correct? They can go go online and, and, yep. and, and look at it. But if they get there, there's a catalog already waiting for them, right? So uh, There's a hard copy of the catalog. There will be lots of them at the sale. You can go online now. People can start looking at the yearlings on Monday. Okay, final question, and I'm sneaking this one in, and this is a very personal question. Peter, have you ever been tempted to purchase one yourself? Oh, yes, I've bought horses from the sale. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> and ha- has it been a happy experience and a successful one? 
Uh, yeah, actually, a horse that I bought into that went through the sale a couple, about two years, three years ago, is actually, um, you're talking, it's Pink Lloyd's full brother. Oh. Uh, I bought, I bought into him after the sale, and, uh, he won last Thursday for me, so I was very happy he won an allowance rate <laughs> last Thursday, so it's been a good experience with him. Excellent. So, so not only are you running the sale, you're a satisfied customer, right? So. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is this is your source of resources. Yeah, I like that. For, for here. That's yeah. a really good catchphrase, Peter. Yeah. I think you should use it. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Berenger, 2023 Canadian Premier Yearling Yearling Sale. Thank you so much for everything. It was great to have you on the show. Thank you both for having me, and thank you for helping spread the word about the sale. After the break, Larry Simpson looks at some racing action today around North America, including Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and of course, some racing at several other North American tracks. So please make sure your HPI accounts and Dark Horse app are ready to work overtime today. Stay with us for Larry's Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Discover a new breed of excitement with Live Horse Racing. Ontario Racing represents 15 racetracks where you can experience the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing. To find the racetrack nearest you, go to OntarioRacing.com. New to betting? Check out our Betting 101 page and learn about the HPI Bet Wagering Platform and the Dark Horse app. The best and safest online betting options. Get your horsepower at OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing. Three breeds, one vision. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA promotes the exchange of ideas to further advance, market and preserve live racing in Ontario while offering new thoroughbred ownership opportunities. Membership to the HBPA is free for owners and trainers. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Pineview Hyundai, the smart choice of automobile dealerships, combining horses and horsepower. For over 35 years, the Romeo family has been a part of the Ontario thoroughbred racing industry, and they want to invite you to visit their Pineview dealership and view their award-winning Hyundai lineup today and take advantage of some hot summer savings deals. Come see us at 3790 Highway 7 in Vaughan. Call us at 905-851-2851 to make an appointment or visit our website, pineviewauto.com, and see why Pineview Hyundai remains the smart choice. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Ann Romer and Larry Simpson. Before we wrap up our show, of course, what would Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, be without a couple of possible betting opportunities and potential betting gems as lucky, lovely Larry. I was trying to find one more, but I'm going to leave it at that. Gives us his Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocketship Racing. Take it away, Larry. 
Thanks, Anne. Let's start at Woodbine. They have a nine race card today. In race six is a maiden optional claimer for $40,000 for fillies and mares, three-year-olds and up, a purse of $65,900. It's a competitive field of eight have been entered, including number three, I'm Snow Angel, who was claimed out of her last start by friend of the show, trainer Kevin Attard. I find it interesting that Kevin reached in and claimed this girl, but she is lightly raced with only three lifetime starts, so she does have some upside in her three lifetime starts so far, I'm Snow Angel has a third and two fourth place finishes and was well bet in her last race when she finished third, beating only two lengths. And, and actually, she was running on end. The extra half furlong should help today, as well as the services of friend of the show, jockey Rafael Hernandez. So Woodbine, race six. Number three, I'm Snow Angel. The major highlight of the Saratoga meet, the grade one, $1,250,000 Traverse Stakes is today and goes as race 12. There's a nice field of seven set to go and features the Kentucky Derby winner Mage, the Preakness winner National Treasure, and Belmont winner Archangelo. And to be honest, I can't really remember when the three winners of these races were together in a Traverse Stakes. With this being said, I'm going to take a shot with number six, Disarm, who is the only horse in today's field to run three triple buyer speed ratings in his last three starts. And to me, Disdain looks poised to maybe have an outbreak race. Disarm is a horse that, despite being rushed to make the Kentucky Derby, did get up to finish fourth. And since that, last ra- since that race, Disarm has caught sloppy tracks in his two starts. The blinkers go on today, and this guy, uh, this is a high percentage move for trainer Steve Asmussen and should keep Disarm focused. The one and quarter distance of today's Traverse shouldn't be an issue for Disarm, and he could be forgotten on the odds board when the horses go into the gate. So Saratoga, race 12, the grade one Traverse, number six, Disarm. Delmar has an 11 race card today, including the running of the grade two Pat O'Brien Stakes. Race seven, though, is a maiden special weight, five furlongs on the turf for three-year-olds and up, a purse of $82,000. A full field of 11 with three also eligibles are set to face the starter this afternoon, including number one, Uncle Reg who I believe has a lot going for him. Today, Uncle Reg is making that valuable third race off the layoff and comes into today's race after recording his best buyer speed rating, which is one of the best in the field. It's at 60. Uncle Reg also has a significant jockey change with Juan Hernandez taking over today. And this three-year-old colt comes into this race with three good four furlong works, including the last two back-to-back at 48 and three. Uncle Reg is making his first start on the turf, but does have enough turf breeding to perform well, and I believe the turn back in distance today to five furlongs should work to the advantage of Uncle Reg. So Delmar, race seven, number one, Uncle Reg. And finally, Woodbine Mohawk Park has an action-packed stakes-filled card tonight, including the $620,000 William Wellwood Memorial Final and the $425,000 Peaceful Way Final. Thirteen races are on tap tonight, and I'm going right to lucky number 13. It's a one-mile pace, purse of $24,000. Ten pacers will go behind the gate, including number nine, Points North, who was parked first up for a long time, his last start, and despite the extended park out, Points North was still able to grab third money. It was only slightly over two lengths away from the win. The race before, Points North was badly outclassed in the free-for-all, but the two races prior to that, Points North had a third-place finish and then a second-place finish result where he was beaten in those. Last year, this guy was 11 for 41. This year, he only shows two wins and 27 starts. With a good trip tonight, Points North looks to have his sights on a win. Woodbine Mohawk Park, race 13, number 9, Points North.
Thank you so much, Larry. Great as always. See you next weekend. And a big shout out to Mark at Fans of Horse Racing. Hello, Mark. Hey. (laughs) And goodbye and thank you all for joining us for this amazing edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Just a reminder, if you would like to receive a free digital copy of the current issue of Ponies 24-7 magazine, and a new one will be released this week, please email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. And don't forget about the Ponies 24-7 Lymphoma Canada campaign, Don't horse around with lymphoma. For more information on this, please go to the landing page lymphoma.ca slash ponies and donate to this worthy cause. Stay with 105.9 The Region all weekend long and thank you so much for listening. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Ann Romer and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8 for more from the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.